like my body went, <gasps> yes. Like I know that would be the most contributive if they're not even in the house. I'm like, wow. I'm like, but I love like watching these shows and that shows. I'm like, okay, if I really want to, I'll put it on a computer or I'm going to invest in a different type of television. Like whatever it is, I'm going to make it a ritual and something fun as opposed to I'm just turning it on just to turn it on as a distraction. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. I am sick and tired of pretending. Anybody else out there? Today's show was born from a conversation I had with one of my gals, Megan Everett. Her podcast episode is going to be coming out next week, episode 104. She and I met in a mastermind last year, right before the pandemic hit, literally like a few weeks before. And our businesses just went from a hundred to zero within days, within hours, within minutes. And we pretty much lost everything. We lost our identity and we both fell. We fell differently and we both fell. And we were both also surrounded by people in our circle that were thriving and doing great. And we were feeling underperforming. Uh, is that even make sense? Like we were, we were feeling like we were underperforming. We were feeling like we were failing. We were feeling like what's wrong with us? They're all doing well. They don't understand. And so at least what I did was I was pretty good the first one to four months of the pandemic. Like I, I actually felt pretty positive and I actually felt pretty optimistic. I knew that there was a gift in all of this. I knew it was going to be extremely contributive to me and I enjoyed the slowing down. And as the time kept passing on, I was getting lower and lower, lower mentally, lower exhaustion, feeling like, oh my gosh, is my business ever going to come back up and running? And I wonder if it was because those first four, like one to four months that we were in the pandemic, I think I thought, and, and I was studying like crazy. I was on so many calls with so many coaches and, and I really thought that the economy or that my business would be back up and running by the fall of 2020. And when it wasn't, I was like, oh my gosh, can I do this for a year? Can I survive like this? Literally survive, not just thrive, survive for a year. And what I realized after that conversation with Megan or during it, that I have been pretending. Now, in the last week or so, I have really been feeling it. When things are opening up right now, if you're listening to this in real time, things are starting to open up. You know, the vaccines are out there, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm feeling like, what the heck? My businesses are not where they were before pre-pandemic. I was scheduled in 2020 to like really almost increase by 25 to 50%. If 
financially and like mentally and like recover a lot of lost losses from past past years. I mean, 2020 was looking pretty hopeful for me and I was really starting to get back up because I fell in 2017. I took a big financial hit, big business hit, and it took me a few years to like get my mind set back up around to get back up. I am the get up girl and to feel hopeful again to dream again, to believe again in business and in what I'm good at and getting myself back up and then to fall again, I realized that I've been pretending and I didn't think I was pretending. Here is the theme of today's show. I did not think I was pretending. I really thought I was telling the stories. I really thought I was transparent. I really thought I was pretty authentic with what's going on. I mean, I am pretty authentic. I'm telling my stories here. Yet, I was lying to myself. I am pretending to myself, I'm not okay. And what I walked away with from that conversation with Megan is that I was surrounding myself with people that didn't get it. And I didn't want to bring them down with me. I wanted them to lift me up. So then I was pretending like, yeah, I can do this rah, 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 go cheerleader, go. When I was like such a fraud, I'm going, oh my gosh, I am barely getting by. What do I do? Yeah, I pivoted. And is it time to uncreate the businesses? Is it time to completely destroy them all? Is it time to completely end them and start over? Because I just made a little pivot. I just made a little, okay, let's transition a few millimeters this way and go. And I'm realizing that it's working, yet business-wise, it's not working. Do you get what I'm saying when I say that? I'm going to say that one more time. It's working. I'm having fun. There's clients, et cetera. Financially and business-wise, it is not working. So that's how I've been pretending. I've been pretending like, here we go, looking good. And I'm having fun. I'm having a blast. I'm actually like pretty good that way. But business-wise, on paper, it is not doing well. And it got me and Megan to wonder, well, at least myself more than her. I think she was already wondering this. How many more of us out there are pretending? And it got us to talk about social media and the lies that we buy, that everybody has these thriving businesses and everybody's doing well. And I'm not here to be Debbie Downer. I'm here to be real. The conversation for today is let's stop pretending this BS and go, yeah, this is tough. I don't have children. I've never given birth to human children. I've had many clients that were kids and clients as adults. I call them my children. My businesses are my babies. So I get it in a wholly, totally different way. And I see it similar to like, uh, um, best way I can describe this, where when parents get together, then they tell the real truth. So they're like pretending everything's great. Oh, my life is wonderful. And here's the kids. And I'm looking at them going, I know sometimes you want to pull your hair out. I totally get it. I get it. I don't even have kids and I totally get it. You don't have to pretend with me. That's how I feel about business. Look, girls, you don't have to pretend around me. I know you're crying last night. I could tell. I know you're stressed out. I know you love it so much. And there's moments of like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then there's moments of, oh my gosh, I freaking hate this business. I want to shoot it. And then there's moments of, no, I can do it. I so believe in myself. There's so many ups and downs throughout the day. Nobody would understand until you're actually there. And having employees and a brick and mortar is completely different. Shout out to all my brick and mortar business owners out there. It's a completely different 
skill set. Not one is better or the other or like more prestigious. This is not about that. They're just different. They're completely different beasts than if you had an online business or selling widgets or something of that nature and you never really see your customers as compared to somebody that has a brick and mortar. It's your baby. You go to a like a live place. Customers actually walk in and give you money and walk away and they can leave Yelp reviews because you have a brick and mortar. It's just completely different. And when you lose that brick and mortar or forced to close because of a global pandemic, it, at least for myself, I'm speaking for me, my experience, it pissed me off. And I was okay with it at the beginning. And my question is, was I really okay? And was I pretending? And was I lying to myself? The question for today is, are you pretending? Are you lying to yourself? For all my non-business owners that are listening, are you not okay from something else that happened because of the pandemic? Maybe you got laid off. Maybe you just hated it because you were supposed to get married that year and it ended that vacation you were supposed to take in 2020. Are we pretending that everything's okay and numbing ourselves with distractions? Now, I'm going to talk about a big distraction that I'm noticing. Again, we're not talking about it. And I want to bring this conversation to the forefront is the distraction of television. I truly, truly know for myself, I am distracted with television. And when I say television, I'm going to say screens, period. And I totally get it. You know, oh, I say, I hear parents say it all the time. Oh, my kids, they're on the phone. They're on the iPad. And I'm like, and you walk in their house and they have the television on. What is the difference? As I, you walk into my house and the television's on. Why? I'm not even watching it. I don't even care. It's so depressing. How many comedies right now are out on Netflix or Hulu or Prime? There's not many comedies out. Most of the shows that are coming out every single day, new movie, new show, most of them are dramas or suspense or scary or like just doom and gloom. And it hit me the other day, where are the comedies? There's not many comedies. Name me a comedy right now that just came out. There might be a few, but are they like the top 10 on Netflix? Probably not. There might be the kids' comedies, but like a real good comedy. A real good feel-good movie. When's the last Forrest Gump-type movie that came out? There's not many really feel-good movies. I'm like, whoa, what a distraction that we are feeding our minds, our subconscious, and our conscious minds with this programming of a record going over and over and over and over. And I'm not even talking about the news. I'm just talking about television for fun watching it. And it totally hit me. I am distracting myself with lies that I'm okay, pretending I'm okay, and with the lie of distraction of television. So I made the choice that this is what I'm going to try for one week. I am going to choose when I put on the television that it's either going to be something uplifting or funny. So even like today, I was doing some work and I was watching Wall Street. It's the Mark Wahlberg uh, like docu-series about his life. So if you love business and you love Mark Wahlberg, like I love Mark Wahlberg. I've 
been in love with him. Literally, my favorite song is Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch from 1991 or 1990. Many, many, many people don't even know that he used to be a rapper and a singer and a model. They just think he's a, you know, a mogul and an actor. That is seriously my favorite song of all time. I'm like, everybody play that at my memorial. Boom. I want you to spread my ashes to that song. I love that song. I digress. The point is, I was watching that. And when I watch it, it makes me really feel inspired, uplifted. I can watch it on repeat, you know, like just, I don't don't even know how many episodes it is, six, whatever. It doesn't matter. I can watch episode one over and over again. That works for me. I can play audio books just like really low. I can't cognitively hear it, but it goes into my subconscious. I actually sleep at night with my like an audiobook on or a podcast or some kind of looping device that I have of me speaking and it plays all night long for 7 to 8 hours very very low in the bathroom and but it goes into my subconscious and I could feel the next day how I feel when I sleep with it and when I don't and imagine what's going into our subconscious when we're watching these doom and gloom movies these doom and gloom television shows I know they're for entertainment. I totally get it. And I was getting sucked in. And after a year of the pandemic of just like being home and having the television on, I am exhausted. I am exhausted from feeling the doom of gloom of television. I don't even watch the news. And you know, you you can hear people sometimes like, oh, I didn't watch the news. And like, I can feel that superiority energy coming across. And I've been that. I'm the queen of that. Okay. I'm like the queen that I used to do that. I am a recovering addict. I totally get it. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm being the superior queen of, you know, the television. I'm like, I'm doing it to myself. Joanna, let's make another choice. Are you lying to yourself? So I made the choice to choose those type of shows this week. I'm going to see how it goes. And if I'm still feeling a little off after next week, I'm going to choose and I'm going to unplug the television. and I'm going to see how it goes. And then the next thing I was having a group discussion with my mastermind gals last night. Shout out to my my girls. I've been in a mastermind for four to five years. We meet once a month for the past five years. And I brought this up and I said, look, I'm really having a distraction of television and it just hit me. It's not contributing to me. It's really holding me back. I thought, I mean, I was by myself during the pandemic living alone and it was like my best friend. And I'm like, I had a best friend that was talking horribly to me. You can kind of think of it like that. So I've been selling a lot of stuff on Facebook Marketplace and OfferUp, and it's been a like a real hobby that has turned into a skill. I've always loved to sell. You know, people say, I hate to sell. I love to sell. I really enjoy it. I love the, the skill set that it brings me. I love to take something and flip it. So I've really been getting into flipping. I want to flip cars and houses and, and just literally flip a pen. Flip a notebook of piece of paper. Like I will flip anything. It's been a little, um, I'm trying to give it a, a word to describe it. It's been, and not a hobby, it's been a, and not a challenge. I'm going to move on. The point is, there's a word to describe what it has gifted me by selling on these platforms for the past year. I've been selling all through the pandemic at least over 100 to 200 items I've sold. So that's probably two a week average that I've been selling for during the pandemic. And I have learned so much. And one of my gals in the mastermind suggested, 
well, what if when you get to that stage, she's like, are you open to selling your televisions? And I said, <gasps> my body lit up. Like my body went, <gasps> yes. Like I know that would be the most contributive if they're not even in the house. I'm like, wow. I'm like, but I love like watching these shows and that shows. I'm like, okay, if I really want to, I'll put it on a computer or I'm going to invest in a different type of television. Like whatever it is, I'm going to make it a ritual and something fun as opposed to I'm just turning it on just to turn it on as a distraction. I'm not even realizing what I'm doing when I'm doing it. And that's the theme of today. And that I was pretending that I was okay and I'm actually not okay. And how do I totally destroy everything and start over? Because I was pivoting for 14 months and I'm like, it's time to just end it and start over. Not saying that I'm going to end my businesses. That's not what I'm saying. But I've been trying to like take what I had and mold what I had. I think of it like a dancer. You're taking old choreography and the same song and you're just like moving it around. I'm like, what if we just get rid of all the costumes? It was fun. It was nice. Thank you. Yay. Now we're going to start a whole new routine, but we're still going to be dancing. That's what I see moving forward. I'm still using dance. It's not like, oh, I was a dancer. Now I'm going to be a, a gymnast or a basketball player. And it's totally different. No, I just kept trying to do the same routine. It was like, dude, we've done that routine already. Let's write a new song like a songwriter. Come on, new songs, new album. We love that album, but it's time for a whole new album. I think of like Madonna or Lady Gaga and, and they reinvent themselves. They don't pivot. They don't pivot. They're like, last Gaga was done. Here's the new Gaga. We're like, really? Wow. Okay, we'll take it. That's how I see it moving forward. And I wonder if getting rid of my televisions or maybe even one television, I have two. I don't even watch two of them. I'm like, man, I could sell this thing. Like, I've just been selling everything. Side note, when I'm selling these things, it shows me the possibility of all the wealth that I have. Many times we'll say, oh, I don't have any money or whatever. And I'm going, you look at somebody's house and you're going, I call BS. Everything in your house right now is at least worth a hundred grand. Really? Yes. If you sold everything. Yeah. You got that. You got that. You got this. If you sold everything, you have a lot of money. I don't buy the, oh, I don't have money. Mm -mm. You have money all around you. Your brain is money. What you know is money. So I'm like, oh, this television, this is money. This is wealth. Or it's just sitting there depleting from me. The ROI on that television is negative, negative. And if this resonates with you, cool. DM me. Let me know about your television. Are you having an aha moment right now? I want to make television movies a treat. I remember when I was a young girl and it was a treat. Now it's just like on all the time. It's not even a treat anymore. I'm like, oh, I want it to be a treat. Not just something that is mundane and done because I'm a zombie. If any of this resonated with you, you know, please hit me up on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram or anywhere else, all the platforms at Joanna Vargas Official. And remember, when you ask questions, you open up new possibilities for your life that you can never imagine. And right now I'm having a 30-day question challenge all of May in 2021. It's free. And every day I'm going live on Instagram and I'm giving you a new question to ask. 
And remember, ask a question and don't answer it. Get extremely curious with your life. And when I got extremely, extremely curious, that's how I came up with the, or that's how I was aware that I've been pretending. If I didn't get curious, I wouldn't realize that I was pretending for so long. I would have kept living that lie and that facade. And the last thing with the questions is just wait and be ready for the awareness, for what pops up. And are you willing to know what pops up? Like I said, I was willing to know like, hey, what's this television thing? Like this came out of nowhere. I've been asking questions for the whole year. Hey, what's next for me? How does it get better? What else is possible? Like questions of this nature. And all of a sudden television pops up. I'm like, ooh, okay, God, is that what's next for me is to omit these things that are not contributing to my life and maybe not omit them, make them a treat. Let's go to the movies. Let's make it fun. How can I make my life fun when it comes to movies and television? And I wonder how it gets better than that. Thank you for listening. I am so incredibly grateful and love each and every one of you. Thank you for keeping this show alive after one year and 100 podcasts. And if you want different in your life, choose different. Get back up, girls, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.